0: Welcome to the Busy Women podcast. Every episode, we'll bring you unfiltered conversations about life as small business owners who also happen to be reasonably normal people. We'll talk about how what is going on in the world is shaping our businesses and the busy women community around us.
1: Hey everybody, it is Karen Baring. Welcome to our very first Busy Women podcast. We're delighted to have you join us. I'd like to introduce my co-host as well as a good friend of mine, Sarah Turrell.
0: Hi Karen, I'm really excited to be doing this project with you. I think we're going to have some great conversations and get some great things going online in the Busy Women community from this.
1: Yeah, for sure. Do and you one want of the things Yeah, but one of the things I, I always enjoy, you and I have known each other for 5 years. There's always a- with everything we speak about. So I'm happy to bring that to the table as well.
0: Yeah, I think um, we're both a nice mix of weird and normal. So I think it'll be fun.
1: I don't think that's a 50/50 split, though. If you know what I'm saying, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I definitely bring a little bit more weird, um, but you bring your fair share.
1: Yeah, I've got enough for both of us, that's for sure. Sarah, I would like to chat about what's happening today in terms of entrepreneurs and the landscape with building their businesses. Is that a fair discussion?
0: That sounds like a great thing to discuss.
1: So I work with an awful lot of women, and I love working with them, and I'm seeing there's people who are running and their their foot's on the pedal. I'm one of them. There's people that are cruising. And there's people that are taking a, a step back to assess. Or even they can. They cannot build at this time. And I'd love to discuss where you are in business and where I am in business. Because I know as friends, we've chatted about how we're not doing the same thing at the same time.
0: Yeah, I definitely put myself in cruise control. I have been running my business and moving forward um, probably at the same pace and level that I was before all this broke out, maybe slightly slower if I'm being completely honest. Um, I'm a little bit shell-shocked, but I've definitely noticed that you have been going full steam. And uh, it's interesting because full steam is just not in my vocabulary right now. And I
1: see it as not to make light of the situation, but I feel like there's a landscape that we can all or most of us can can learn from and develop our businesses around. So being in the business that you're in, I always like to see what you're doing, because I think that there might be opportunity for you to help so many other people. So the fact that you're on cruise control, I find it a little bit interesting, because I think, not only could you build your business, but you might be able to help others. Can you share what your, your thoughts are about that?
0: So you're absolutely right, I think. I think right now as a mediator, I have um, a world of opportunity to help people. Um, there's a lot of conflict and miscommunication going on right now, which makes sense because we're all stressed out and yeah. dealing with a lot of unknowns. Um, but I'm one of those people stressed out and dealing with those unknowns. So for me, I've got to find this balance of being in a headspace where I can help people when they reach out and also taking care of myself. So I think if I were to push my business and and run at, you know, 115%, nobody would get the best me. My family wouldn't get the best me. My clients wouldn't get the best me because I am shell-shocked, so... It's been really interesting for me. I hear a lot of people tell me, "Now's your time," Um, and it. I just don't think it is. Maybe it is, and I'm just messing it up.
1: Yeah, I think you're saying is very valid too. That we see the business person behind it until you and I. I didn't even think about the people who are dealing with conflict that to your plate as well. It's not as if I'm um offering a service that's making people happy right away. People are coming to you with conflict, right?
0: Yeah, I like to make sure that people get the best me because they're coming to me at kind of the worst them. Hopefully they don't wait till they're at the worst them, but often I'm seeing sort of their bad sides. Yeah. So I need to be in a place where I can where I can give them the best me so that they can give me the bad them and we can work on that. So it's crazy because I see other people really pushing ahead and part of me thinks, should I be doing that? Am I messing up? I mean, I look at you, you've had a uh, pedal to the metal Karen. and you've been, you've been flying. Yep.
1: I really have. I've been working longer hours over the last three weeks and I've had in months and I've put new strategies in place. I've tried new things. I did a, a zoom call which was my very first Zoom call with about 40 or 50 women on it. And boy, did I mess that up. I lost a whole hour. I thought it was 11.50. Oh, sorry, I thought it was 10.59. And it finished at 12. And it was really 11.59. And I promised women a half-hour training And I only had a minute left. So it's been a huge. (laughs) So when I was telling them, look how efficient, honestly, in that call, I said, look how efficient I am or Zoom is. And we're doing it so great by not physically meeting. We got an hour still and someone raised their hand. I said, yep. She goes, you actually have a minute left, Karen, because it's not 1059. It's 1159. So I think uh, the learning has been huge. But you'd said something right now, and that was along the lines of the best version of me. I can't remember exactly how you said it. I I really...
0: Don't ask me to repeat things. Once <laughs> I, I say brilliant things all the time and I can't repeat them. I'm a, I'm a one-shot deal. Oh, that's all
1: right. I'm the same. but, But I think that whole concept of the best version of me, we really have to take it to heart for all entrepreneurs. I'm working with a lot of entrepreneurs who have different types of businesses and some of them are saying I'm just not mentally there to push my business forward. Or I've hit a, a glass wall or a ceiling, I cannot move my business forward because of what's happening. I work from home or I, I'm in front of people or you know, I, I do things that people are not looking for at the moment. So we really do have to appreciate where everybody is. I saw this very harsh meme that said, if you don't come out of this with a degree or a side hustle or something else, it's not a lack of time. You're not dedicated. And I thought, boy, even for somebody who's running, I found that to be very, very harsh. We shouldn't be focusing on what other people are not doing because everybody is dealing with this differently.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's crazy times, I think, to expect people to um, all. And I think now we've been almost a month of lockdown. And I think realistically, nobody is a comp- Well, maybe you have. Most people have not accomplished the things they set out to accomplish because they're forgetting the psychological toll that this takes on us. So I'm sort of wondering, speaking of, do you worry that you're going to at some point hit a wall? Because you're going, you're going harder than, I know you, you're a hard worker and you always work hard and push hard, but you are doing more than you've ever done. Are you afraid you're going to hit a wall?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think there's going to be a day that I wake up and I'm just too tired to get out of bed because I'm working this hard. And I worry because if I have all these systems and I do a lot of um, meetings that I facilitate, what's going to happen with that day where I need to go facilitate and I have people waiting for me and I can't do it. So yeah, that, that is a concern for me. But also I haven't hit it yet. And I think if I let that worry me what if it's only a worry and it's not reality what if that I hit a wall three months from now when we're all done with this and it's only three months later but every day I have that in my mind so as much as I think about it I don't put too much weight on it it's when I wake up I'm getting my shoes on and I'm running
0: hmm. it's interesting because I wonder if I'm gonna start running at some point if I'm gonna at what point in this pandemic do I start missing sort of high achiever Sarah and I start pushing more?
1: Do you feel any guilt that you're not running Sarah? I'm curious because I'm wondering if other people are feeling the same. Do you feel guilt or do you think that this is what I need to do right now?
0: I feel a mix. I feel I see those memes come out and I know Gwyneth Paltrow thinks I should have <laughs> written, written a, book. a whole novel by now. Um, I'll I'll write one. It'll be all about what a not fan of Gwyneth Paltrow I am. But I do feel guilt because I, I think a lot of it is it's twofold. It's, it's the, the sort of the mom-shaming version of small business yeah. um, with memes like that. So I, I think people around me look at me and say, hey, what a lazy business owner. Um, and I also feel guilt because I, I like to contribute to my family as a business owner. I like to bring in money. But I also I do what I do because I want to help people. And I, I, Am I cheating people? Because I'm only going halfway and I could serve more people. The people I'm serving, I'm not going halfway. But could I do more for more people? And am I cheating them? So I feel a lot of guilt for being on cruise control.
1: I think it's one of those things that it's damned if you do and damned if you don't as an entrepreneur. I see it all the time. I mentor about 70 women through a mastermind program and I do one-on-one coaching and then I have a, a larger community as well. The people that are running are feeling guilty about running because you're, you're kind of getting nailed, saying, what are you doing taking advantage of the situation? There's people who have lost their jobs, there's people who are sick and meanwhile you're building your business, you should pause. And then you have the people who are pausing that saying, I should really be building right now, I have an opportunity, these opportunities don't happen very often but I'm not mentally there, or there's nothing I can do at the moment. And I'm feeling guilty for not building my business when other people are. And then you have the people on cruise control, and they're feeling guilty as well, because they're not one or the other. And I wonder if men who have small businesses are feeling exactly the same way as we are. I wonder if, you know, a different country is feeling the same way as we are. So there's so much of unknown and the unknown is causing more and more anxiety, which is causing more people to second guess a lot of things. And everybody is feeling that they're not doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, I think uh, if you're not second guessing yourself, I'm not sure you're human some days. Um, yeah, I really feel for the says that haven't had a choice. You know, if you're, a if you're a dog groomer, um, you have options to sort of remind people you exist and you know, sh- share your expertise. I actually saw a great video online that a dog groomer I know did about um, how to groom your own dog's nails, because um, yeah. obviously that needs to be done. But yeah. they're, they're completely shut down. And I, I wonder if you have any tips. How do you find the motivation when you, you're not allowed to work? So I may be choosing to work slightly less, but some people are legitimately not allowed to work right now. And how frustrating has that got to be? And what can they do?
1: So I think the people who cannot work right now, I have several clients who are in that boat. If they are looking to run, then I would say start building your systems and strategies. So when the gate opens, you've got your content and your sales funnels done that you can proceed forward. It's the people who don't have any of that ready. And also recognizing that the landscape, when this is done likely is not going to be exactly the same as what it used to be so if you're thinking you can take what you used to do before and migrate hundred percent of that over you're likely causing yourself some sorts of business issues down the road so if you cannot run right now but you're still wanting to build look at everything behind the scenes i would get your social media organized your blog your seo words all of that done nicely so when it's time to proceed, you have a whole bunch of content and information ready to go.
0: Oh, see, now I'm feeling like I have a giant to-do list today. <laughs> Did I make you feel guilty?
1: A little bit. But, but I don't think you need to have three months worth either. Right? And there's never, as an entrepreneur, often you're never done I wrote a blog. That's great. Can I write another one? Yep. I write five blogs. Can I write 10? Yes. There's never a done. So know what you can do, know what's in your limits, know, know your requirements and do that. And I think if everyone just moves a little bit forward, if they're mentally able to do so a little bit over a month can turn into something big.
0: Yeah, I think definitely we have to make sure that, um, if you want to keep going in your business, you've got to at least be doing the bare minimum of keeping your social media and your website up to date. If, uh, if nothing else, you need to remind people that you're going to be an expert for them when this is over, because this is going to end. We are going to be okay.
1: Yeah, but especially knowing that most people are spending more time on social media it's good for you to have some sort of presence, but if you're not able to do it at the moment, and really I do understand that we're not all running and that's okay if you're not able to do so, perhaps there's social media stuff that you put out several months ago that you can just tweak and put it out again. Most people think that everyone's gonna remember all your content, it's not true. So go find some stuff that you've put up before that's relevant and pertinent to what's happening today. And put that up at least. So to keep your social media and everything else going, I think the worst thing you could do is do 100% stop. Because if you think of it like a wheel, it's going to take a while to get that wheel going again. And you don't want to be at the point where the gates open and other people are proceeding because they've got a well-oiled machine and you let your wheel rust. And what I mean by that is just pull out the minimum that you can do that you feel comfortable with and at least have something. I think something is better than nothing.
0: Agreed. I actually shared a Thanksgiving post the other day. Um, I was sort of feeling, I've been pretty good at fresh content, but the other day, um, I just wasn't feeling it. And so I took back and I got as far as Thanksgiving and I thought, oh, this will do. Um, and it was a post about pumpkin pie and um, because I love perspectives and talking perspectives. Yeah. It's what I do. And so it was a, a post about pumpkin pie, and I thought, no one knows what day it is anyway. So let's talk about pumpkin pie. So yeah. and you know what? Nobody commented on it. Hey, you've already shared this. So you're right, that's great no. advice because people actually engage with my pumpkin pie post.
1: But they're right now on TV they're playing they're playing all the the Christmas movies, right? Like last week I have rewatched
0: ago. hockey I've rewatched hockey games from 2010 and 2011 and my friends think even jared my husband thinks i'm crazy because i know how they end but at the same time i miss hockey so i've been i've been re-watching old and in fact sportsnet has been playing old hockey games on national tv so if they can do it you're right we can do it there's no reason we we can't post two years ago's meme that we shared
1: No, and people are not going to notice and people are going to give you so much of grace. I think everyone's forgetting that we're all in this together. So everyone's giving each other grace as well. So if you post something, no one's going to say, hey, Sarah, I remember six months ago you posted that pumpkin pie. Likely we're going to enjoy the fact that you're posting and we feel like we're connected to you. One of the things I started to do, I did this um, during October last year in our Facebook community. I just started a post of a hundred days of what made Karen laugh. And I did it only because, so people can see my, my weirdness, which I agree. I've I've got, uh, I think I'm, I'm equal to you on that, which is saying (laughs) a lot, (laughs) but the (laughs) uh, the amount of people who commented on that is quite substantial. So I started it again. I wasn't anticipating starting it, but I thought we can all use a laugh and I've been posting those every day and often those posts are shared 10, 12, 14 times sometimes because people are looking not necessarily for business content, but they want to feel connected and they want to feel community. I think all of us can do that.
0: Speaking of connected, Karen, how are you doing with all your Zooms? Are you Zoomed out yet?
1: Uh, I was joking and saying, I know that there's some companies that have done really well, hand sanitizers and lifestyle wipes. But I was telling my husband, I think Preparation H is making more money than ever. <laughs> because the amount of time I sit in front of my computer is substantial. Before I'd have to drive somewhere or I'd, you know, go and I'd walk and I'd network and would be standing up. Everything is on Zoom. And the difficulties I personally find with Zoom is I feel like when we're in a group and just say you're speaking, I can let my guard down for a moment. But on Zoom, everybody's face is on all the time, and I feel like I'm on for three hours. Do you know what I mean?
0: I feel that I feel that way on a Zoom. I feel like it, at no point, not that I'm an eye roller, um, but you've got to watch it. I've been on Zoom calls where people have picked their nose, <laughs> where, where they have eye rolled, and I think the problem is that you're so used to sort of when someone else is speaking, everyone in the room usually turns their head to the person speaking. Um, and you're, you're just on all the time. I actually, uh, I, when we first started doing all this, I took every opportunity to connect. I had wine with friends on Zoom. There's an app called House Party that we've used. Um, yeah. I joined a bunch of, you know, social lunches and small business lunches and small business this. And I thought, oh, now's my chance to like connect with. So I can't go to all these meetings personally, but now I can. And after about two weeks, I was like, oh my God. I can't do it
1: anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's way more exhausting. It's far more exhausting because you're on all the time. And that's not even including the social stuff, just from the business point of view. I love it. I love the fact that there's no travel. I love the fact that I can wear my PJ bottoms. I love the fact that I don't have to worry about a lot of the other dynamics. Is it snowing outside? Is there traffic? But on the flip side, I find that the energy required, even though I'm in my own home, is far more than the energy required is if we were at a physical location meeting and I was facilitating there.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to ask people their thoughts on that if they're still um, if they're still doing a lot of video connecting or if they've dialed back. It'd be interesting to hear um, where people stand on that. I think I'm, I'm down now. I think I do, well, my nieces FaceTime me every night to read me bedtime stories, but that, that doesn't count. Uh, I think I'm down to two to three, um, meetings or gatherings via video chat a week now. And I think that's, that's been a good balance for me for, and I try not to do them all from my chair. Sometimes I sit on the floor. I'm lucky I can do it from my iPad. Um, but I've, I've cut way back, and it's it's been nice. I'm having more phone calls again.
1: Yeah, me too. I pick up the phone for everyone. I spend at least, I would say, 25 hours a week on Zoom right now. And three weeks ago, it was zero. So I've gone from nothing to 25 hours a week. I so love picking up the phone and being able to walk around my house and chat with people versus having to be stuck. I like to do Zoom in front of my computer, I, I like actually being able to move and have a more casual approach as opposed to sitting there and doing a formal meeting all the time. So formal meetings are wonderful when it's business oriented, but now I'm finding I don't want to do Zoom calls for a personal. I want to pick up the phone and chat with you.
0: Yeah, although it is nice um, to watch someone else drink wine so you don't feel like you're drinking alone sometimes. So there is value in the social Zoom.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you can, you
0: can eat cheese on your own. There's no, there are no rules, social cheese, solo cheese, all of it's okay.
1: Cheese is good. Um, Cheese is good. I have a friend who's actually watching movies. She lives by herself and what they're doing is they don't feel the need to speak anymore on zoom. They all get onto zoom and then they all watch the same movie together and chime in on zoom. And I love that concept because you're together, but you're not, you don't feel like it's a formally facilitated meeting. You're all together on zoom, but you're all doing something else. Oh,
0: well, here's a tip people can use if they want. Um, it's using Facebook messenger also has video chat. Um, and that's actually how my nieces call me every night. And here's a tip. If you want to have some fun on chat, video chat is, um, they take all the different filters that change your face and make each one a character and then tell me a like sort of act out a story by switching the filters so like um huh. what were their names last night were stretchy and so and yeah and it's kind of fun you can so you can even do it in a group perhaps everyone takes a different filter and that's their character and some fun for families, I, think, I guess. I'm not sure it would work in a business meeting. <laughs> <It laughs> Maybe it, it
1: would. And make it interesting. I'd remember you, that's for sure. Um, but I think we are blessed. The, the silver lining through all of this is the fact that we have technology to support us. Could you imagine what it was like 100 years ago when there was no cell phones, no Wi-Fi, no internet, no phones, what would the world be like that way, right? So we're really, really fortunate that, or even if we had phones, you'd have to go to a special place often and you'd phone the operator. Are you old enough to remember the operator, Sarah?
0: I remember the operator, yeah. We had, um, yes, I'm 43. I, I have to keep checking. I'm pretty sure I'm 43. Um, so yeah, I remember, I remember the operator.
1: Yeah, like I remember pressing zero to get the operator to get me a number. That thankfully, we're out of that time where technology is so easy, where we can watch movies, Netflix is available. So, we've got ways to preoccupy ourselves.
0: But I think we still need to remember to preoccupy ourselves with our business. So, do you have what? So, you gave tips for people that can't do anything, which is do things. Um, do you have any tips for people like you that are running?
1: Oh yeah, I, I think as long as you're doing it appropriately and respectfully, you should not feel obligated to stop your business right now. I truly believe that. As long as you're not hurting anyone and you're not disrespectful to the, to the landscape. I am running harder. I'm trying new strategies. I'm trying new systems. I'm implementing new things that I needed time to do. If it really was a time issue, you've got the time. So implement the stuff. And the good thing about doing it now It's okay if you mess up. I think a month ago we were also worried about getting it perfect. And a lot of people aren't worried about that anymore. So if you're looking to build and try something new, try it out now. Now's a really good time to play with it and make it right. Other thing I'd recommend is a lot of programs such as uh, LinkedIn and others are giving you 30 days free trial membership. Take advantage of all those free trial memberships. Again, you have the time. See which ones work for you and which ones don't. The ones that don't work for you, you now know not to buy them later. But you can play with all the 30-day free trials and figure out exactly if they're going to work for you and how you can put them into your business. And finally, I would say don't lose your connections. Connections are currency. There's a 100 other ways you can connect with people. It doesn't have to be business related, but make sure you're staying in touch and make sure people can find you. That's the biggest thing.
0: Yeah, but don't send mass um, mass mailings.
1: Oh, come on. And now I'm getting, getting
0: a lot of those.
1: I almost want to put you on one just, just for the sake of it now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, like that's not building connections. And the other thing is, I don't know if you're seeing this, I'm getting hundreds of Facebook friend requests of people that only have one friend with me. That's That to me is yeah, not I'm getting,
0: I'm getting a lot of friend requests.
1: Yeah, so build a real relationship. It's better to build one solid friendship to, than to try to build 20 that are so superficial they're not going anywhere. And nobody's looking for that. In the Busy Women um, Facebook group, I put a post a couple of days ago that said, if you only got to say one word today, what would it be? And I found it really interesting because I think a month ago, the words would have been networking, sales funnel, business, all of the, level words, up. Yeah. All the words now were love, hope, peace, community. That's where everybody's minds are. So be very respectful as you build that it's okay. If other people are not running, it's okay. If people are running fast, it's okay. If people have paused, be respectful of the individual who owns the business.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it's, and, and no guilt. If I had to throw anything in it, I know it's hard if um, your partner's lost their job and suddenly your small business that before was the supplemental income is now the income Um, that that's hard and that's scary. And so no judgment and no guilt. Like if you've got to suddenly run Don't feel guilty if, you know, your spouse is suddenly doing more of the child rearing or more of the dishes and you're doing or if it's the opposite way, you know, like I think we've all just got to give each other grace. And if you're going to run, run and support your friends that are running because they're probably running for reasons that you don't necessarily know about or understand instead of considering them ambulance chasers, maybe consider that they suddenly need to bring in more income. Or they see an and opportunity, for those that have... right? It, it, can, uh,
1: it could be that maybe it's not even having to do it because of the income. That could be one of the reasons. They're at home and they see an opportunity and they want to use that opportunity in a respectful way, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think we've just got to let everybody do everybody and be be down with it. And if you come out of this, Karen, and you've written a novel and learned a new language, I'm going to be really proud of you and I'm going to be really impressed. Um, and then I'm going to tell you that I didn't learn a new language and I didn't write a novel, That's right, but, I'll
1: sell you mine.
0: Um, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll see if I can get an advanced publisher's copy.
1: I'll write a novel about the different ways you can eat cheese, Sarah. Oh, then I will buy cheese.
0: it. Um, I love cheese. But, but I think, yeah, I mean, I'm going to come out of this having accomplished some great things. I've, uh, you know, they may not necessarily be a novel or a language. But if I help people, even if it's just a handful of people, navigate conflict in their house through this, then I'm coming out ahead. So what that finish line looks like for everybody is so different. And
1: I think what you, you need to understand what defines ahead Financial ahead is just one definition. Emotional ahead, mental ahead, community ahead, family ahead. These are all different things that each one of us want in a different pecking order. So somebody who really wants to spend time with their family right now, because that's what matters most. There's no way to say, well, they're not a good entrepreneur, because they wanted to spend more time with their family at the moment. But just understand at the end of the day, if you're still looking to make an income from being an entrepreneur, you've got to keep the momentum going. You can't back away and say, it's not right for me. Whatever that momentum is, whether or not you're running, you're jogging, you're walking, you've got to keep something going because it's going to be so much harder to press start if you've taken two months off without doing anything for your business.
0: Karen, you have inspired me to go work on my business a little bit, so I'm going to have to say goodbye to you because I feel like now I've got, I've got three things I'm going to get done today, and uh, before talking to you, it probably would have only been two, so oh, oh. we're going to have to get to the end of this because now I've got to go work on my business. That's okay, and I'm
1: going to go and eat some cheese. See, it's all balanced.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll eat cheese while working on my business. There you go.
1: Multitask. Sarah, I enjoyed our our conversation today. I did too. Thanks for chatting with me, Karen. Oh, it's always so much fun. And I look forward to our next podcast.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to hear what uh, people who listen think about Our opinions and our views and how they may agree or disagree with us.
1: Yeah, I think it's wonderful. And I'm so glad that we found a different avenue to still stay connected to our community. Thanks so much for your time, Sarah.
0: Thank you, Karen. I'll talk to you later. Take care.
1: Take care, everyone. Bye.
0: It's time for that segment we like to call Things We Think Are Neat.
1: Hey everyone, because this is our very first podcast, we wanted to change it up a little bit and give you something that we thought would be cool and exciting. What we wanted to do is highlight some businesses that are doing some really cool things. And we're gonna do this each and every week. Now, Sarah, I know you checked out something really cool. So what did I'm you check really out I'm really excited
0: week? because I'm a snacker that a couple of companies have released their recipes. Ikea released their recipe for their iconic meatballs. Haven't tried those. But Canada's Wonderland released their recipe for funnel cakes, but they scaled it down for houses, so it's not a massive mm. recipe. And so at our house, we made Canada's Wonderland funnel cakes last week. Oh my God, Karen. And? They taste exactly like Wonderland funnel cakes. It did not look like a Wonderland funnel cake because we don't have the we're not mad skill that pouring and we didn't use the recommended squeeze bottle. Yeah. But it texture, taste everything I even put the icing sugar on and vanilla ice cream it does give you the recipe as well for the strawberry sauce I'm not a fan of the strawberry sauce so we didn't make that but it gives you everything and it's like going yeah I love it because I think what Wonderland has done is reminded us that even though we can't go there we love Canada's Wonderland and we have such great memories and I thought it was really cool of them to find a way to get us talking about Canada's Wonderland right now.
1: Well, look, it's it's on our podcast. What I like is the fact that it turned out well. I thought they might hide an ingredient or forget something or botch it up just slightly. So you try it and it's like, oh, it's good, but it doesn't taste like Wonderland good. But the fact that you made it and this was your first time making it and it was Wonderland good, that's extremely impressive.
0: I think there's only maybe four or five ingredients. So I'll put the link to it in the podcast details. So if anyone else wants to try it. And if anyone is inspired to try IKEA meatballs, I'll put that link in as well. And then they can tell us how the IKEA meatballs went.
1: I would like to see a picture of you eating both at the same time (laughs) instead of the strawberry sauce. (laughs) I'll double dare you. Sarah, I'm not a huge (laughs) meatball
0: fan. (laughs) You sure not not on Funnel Cake? cake. (laughs) What did you check out this week?
1: Well, I checked I got to tell you, I went a bit old school. I love the fact that there's so many free virtual tours. I don't think I'd necessarily do them before, but I had a little bit more time. And I went, when I say old school, the reason I'm saying that is I grew up in the Hammer. And one of the places we'd go as an elementary school for a class trip was to Dundurn Castle. I have not been there for decades. Honestly, I don't think I, it would have been a, a priority for me to go, but I went and did a virtual tour of Dundering Castle. It looks exactly like I remember it as a child. And boy, Do did you it bring think... back such great memories. Oh, sorry, Karen. One on. of the favorite places, oh, sorry, I was gonna say one of the favorite things I like is, and I remember this, is the washroom because it's, it's olden days. So the washroom doesn't have a toilet, but it has a fireplace. So I don't know if you can substitute, because that'd be a really difficult substitute. Um, but it's it's really neat to see. If what my it was husband like could poop when.
0: next to a roaring fire, I'm not sure he'd ever come out of the bathroom. But yeah. or into. But right? I'm wondering, like, now that you've done the virtual tour, does it sort of inspire you and bring back the memories that when everything's open, you're going to want to check it out with your kids?
1: Absolutely. Like when I look at it and I remember exploring room to room as a child, I want to take my kids there for two reasons. One, it's something that I did as a co- as a child that we can experience together. But two, it's just a really cool place and it has a big open field in the back. When I was uh, younger they used to have birds back there so it is going to be a day trip I'm in Hamilton quite often my family's there so it will be one of those places that we plan to go see family and then a destination and I wouldn't have done it if I so didn't we'll do the include virtual tour We'll the
0: link for that in the podcast details as well do they have written explanations of things or do you just go room to room
1: Oh, you go room to room, and I have to say this is such a great virtual tour because it has arrows so you can pick which way you're going to go. And you're right. Every room, it tells you the information. So, for example, for the bathroom, I won't give too much information in case you want to do the the tour yourself, but it says it was installed in 1847, and this has the most modern conveniences of the day. And so I'll tell you about each and every room as you walk through it. I think you and I can tag team and you send me some funnel cake and Listen, we can do the nothing virtual better tour than together. Eating
0: funnel cake while looking at old bathrooms. I, it's a combo made in heaven.
1: Sarah, you just had me as there's nothing better than <laughs> eating funnel cake. You didn't have when to have a because. Back to normal,
0: Karen. I will. <laughs> I, I mean, if we can see each other before Wonderland opens, I will make you funnel cake. And if not, we will have a date at Wonderland to eat funnel cake because I love that they released it.
1: Oh, yeah. And hats off to them for making everyone feel a little bit better, bringing some smiles and excitement to all of us, especially during this time. So I'm so grateful for it. Thanks,
0: Karen. Thank this you, was a great Sarah. first podcast. I really enjoyed it. I hope everyone else did as well.
1: Oh, me too. I'm looking forward to the next one.
0: Bye. Yeah, take care, everyone. Bye.